Hello, Mike Lawson. I hate that version of the theme song. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe does great work. Just uh-huh. that one doesn't didn't land with why? me. That's why? All. Why? I I don't. It's just a hacky joke. I'm very sensitive about the Asian thing for some reason lately. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in San Francisco. Jill lives in L.A. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another. Let me catch up. Please. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week, even if I am at death's door. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, are you? Tell me. So you're sick. You got mm-hmm. a cold. I have a cold. Um, Something's going around. I heard. Yeah, I don't have coronavirus. Uh, I don't have coronavirus. Yeah. Me, I don't either, but I'm sick. Mm-hmm. But like having kind of like a the sniffles on the train mm-hmm. doesn't feel good right now. No. You know what I mean? Like everyone is like looking at everyone with oh, I know. I just contempt. Got it. It's so funny that you say that. Just about a few minutes ago, my parents went to El Pollo Loco to get yeah. some chicken, right? Yeah. And my parents are so paranoid, right, about me being sick, and they don't want to get sick. And so she's like, don't touch the chicken! Don't touch the chicken! Meanwhile, I don't even touch... Their remote controls are so gross. I'm I'm like, like, physician, heal thyself. Thank you. That's how a gay guy says it. Anyway, uh, yes, I know. And in fact, today I I, I had to cancel going to um, high tea with the Johns this Sunday. Mm. Hard life. I know. Well, I said, look, I have a cold. I I was sick, and I had a night off, mm-hmm. and um, I thought you were going to come to town. Oh, yeah. I thought that was going to mm-hmm. be a thing, and then it turned out to not be a thing. Oh, we're going to get to that story, Mike Lawson. But you know, as you know, I do think chronologically, first, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what's going on with you, Mike Lawson. Well, I was kind of hesitant to tell the story, but because it... I don't know. It just is like ugly, but um, I you remember this personal trainer and the dog and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Can, well, okay. The fact that you mentioned the dog is the dog involved in this story. Um, a little bit. I now everyone should know. Mike was uh, dog watching for this personal trainer, and while he was out walking the dog. He, and by the way, he's not my personal trainer. He's a dude. It's I'm Mike's paid. personal Fuck trainer. That. He both they would do squats and lunges, and then they would also work out. So yeah. then, um, you were walking his dog while the guy was in Peru, right? Correct. Yeah. And uh, a, a big dog who was not on a leash for some reason. Don't get me started on that fucking rant. Attacked yeah. your, the dog and injured him, and. You and this is where I'm coming from. Does it have to do with the fact that you forgot to get the guy's information? No. Oh, okay. That was my guess. Okay, go ahead. Well, I don't know, but oh, really? l- let me let me just tell you. So, um, previously on, mm-hmm. you did a great job. Thank you, Joey. Uh, but I would add also that, and I think we talked about it on here, but you and I have talked about it at least. The we were supposed to hang out, and <clears throat> I said something like, um. We were going to hang out, and I like texted and said something like, "Hey, are we still on for whatever time and date we were supposed to be on for?" And he mm. responded like in a very kind of like just wishy washy cold way. And so then the day of, I text again. I was like, "Hey, I was thinking this time does that work?" And it was another weird answer like, "I don't really want to do what we had planned, so why don't we just like, um." I don't, it, it, it was anyway. Was like, he was like, if, "I mean, if you want to come visit the dog, that's fine, but I don't feel like I don't want to spend any money and go out." Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You were. I must have screenshotted it to you because that's exactly what it was. No, so you talked about it on the like, show. So I was. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so I just said something like, um, 
you know what? I'm not feeling like welcoming vibes. Yes, you did say that. Uh-huh. I'm just going to, how about we just like do this another day? And he responded, yes, another day. Okay. And about, a, I would say almost a week goes by. Sure. And nothing, nothing, nothing. And I felt like, you know what? I'm going to at least reach out to like kind of say, hey, not like say I want to hang out, but like just kind of check in and make sure that like, I don't know, he's good and the dog is good. And you know what I mean? I'm just like, my plan is to kind of like not ghost, but fade. And this is kind of like, you know, the medium tone. I'm mm-hmm. not quite faded out yet, but I felt like one more touch in, maybe two, depending on how that conversation goes. Yeah. So I res- I sent a text that said something like, Jeremy, how have you been? Oh, Jeremy, a bunch of question marks. How have you been? Exclamation points. Like, it's been a while, right? Yeah. Jeremy, respond, right? So he responded and said, who is this? No, he did not. He said, who is this? No, he did not. Mike, come on. <laughs> so I, in my head, I'm like, benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Best case scenario, he had some sort of contact swipe, wipe and some contact wipe and he lost my number somehow. Sure, and I sure. need to respond. Okay? New phone who dis? Best case scenario, it's a real, true new phone who dis. Worst case scenario, it's a fake new phone who dis, right? Uh Or he deleted my number. All of these possibilities are there. So Uh I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to give it a lot, but I'm going to give it something. So I just said Mike. Okay? Mm -hmm. He doesn't say Mike who, does he? No, 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 no. An hour and a half later, Uh (laughs) he sent this. And I'm going to read it. It's very long. Okay? Okay. Wait, hold on. Hold on for a second. Is it sad or is it? What's the tone? Angry. Oh, angry. Joey, mm. angry. Okay, hold on. Okay, I think I might have this. Go ahead. Okay. And I want to say up front, too, this, I feel like this message contains some untruths. Mm-hmm. So I'm just reading what he said, and I'm not going to stop and defend along the way. Okay. Um, if you want to stop Joey, though, to discuss, please do, because it is long. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It it starts like this. It says, it seems like you can't take a hint. <gasps> so I guess I just have to green light it, which I don't get what green light it means, but I didn't look at it. I don't think you used it correctly. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, leave me alone. Oh. <gasps> You ruined my trip I was working and saving for for six months. <gasps> Got my dog hurt. <gasps> and decided to make all the worst decisions. <gasps> Even when I said don't take the dogs outside of the gate after dark. And you well, did it anyhow. Was it after dark? Yes, but oh. that's an untruth. Okay. Because, like, I leave work when it was dark, so... Yeah. Ed wasn't agreeing to never walk his dogs. Yeah. Why would he need me if he was going to leave the dogs inside all day? Yeah. Um, never leave the dogs You did it anyhow. And the best thing is you are so entitled. You think I wouldn't be upset and thanked me for not being upset and celebrated me being back when I'd rather be on my trip with the guy I'm still talking to. <gasps> I don't even really understand that part. Uh-huh. And, Okay, that that was me, though, saying that. Okay, back to this. I was thinking it was a language thing, but I thought more, and it was a, quote, I had a dream my dogs were hurt, reached out to you, you left me hanging, and I could feel something was wrong, end quote, situation. The fact I texted you Wednesday and you didn't connect the dot says it was all about you, and you are not very smart. You should be happy I didn't lose my shit on you the several times I could have. I'm just trying to focus on keeping my energy positive. Now I'm pissed again and I want to do nothing to do with you. That was a typo, but you know what it means. Yeah. All of my friends are pissed I didn't ask them to watch my dogs. Leave me alone. Take a fucking hint. Don't reply. I'm not interested. Thank you. Waving, waving emoji. That's the text he sent oh, so my God. I, 
Wait, I thumbs up it. I like. <laughs> I liked it, uh-huh. and I knew when I did that, I knew what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should know this because you know, and I want to talk about this right here because I'm gonna I'm gonna just interrupt you for just a second because this is literally so amazing what you just read. I can't believe you were you were toying with not telling the story. People have this misconception of you where they think I think it's because of the the timbre of your voice. They yeah. think you're like a really sweet, nice person, which yes. obviously yeah. a lot of you it is. You are. Well, but like they, some of it is because of the things that I do and say. Yeah, but then yeah. I think I get more credit than I actually. Yeah, deserve. but people don't realize that when Mike Lawson wants to be cunty, there is no <laughs> one who can be cuntier than Mike Lawson. If he's mad at you, he can be so cunty. And so I know this side of you. I don't think a lot of people know this. Side. But anyway, I've been getting, e- you know, with this new Patreon tier shift. Yeah. I've gotten a couple of messages from people who joined for a dollar who are very like, I'm going to tell Mike Lawson that you raised the price to $3 kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he's going to be mad that you're losing these people listening to the show. I go, no, he's not. <laughs> People He's listen? not at all. Uh, yeah. I go, Mike would love it if it was four people listening. He doesn't want people listening. What I think they have this idea. Remember, like, somebody I will not name who was like, Mike should just go start his own, go, start, go back and start um, what someone called Lies and leave Joe. I'm like, what makes you think Mike Lawson wants to do that? Anyway. So, so okay, let's go back to this story. Okay. So... I'm going to break down this text. There's one more text oh, that is? I need to read. Oh, my God. And it's, <clears throat> it's equally as crazy, but yeah. not as long. Yeah. This is this is crazy, right? Okay. Yes, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, to the point where I think maybe he started doing some sort of drug or something. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, he... Uh, <laughs> We we haven't had long text conversations where he he's not a huge texter. Yeah. So it's not like I've read a lot of what he has to say, mm-hmm. but this is I don't know, this is a little weird. Mm-hmm. So going into it though, the part about like never leaving the gate after dark makes absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. Because as I said, like I le- left work at dark. Mhm. You know what I mean? Like, it, there was no no way I would have had been able to even agree to do that because mm-hmm. I that just was not feasible any of the days I was there. Zero of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's that. Um, in fact, like, he even... I don't even know. I don't... This gets me very upset. That's why I wasn't thinking of even, like, talking about it because, like, I don't know. It's... I think there's something in me that wants to have the last word. That's why I thumbs dubbed it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to win at that game. So... Anyway, I thumbs upped it. I knew he was going to be pissed at that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, 45 minutes after that, he sends a text that says, Are you that big? Of-? Right. By the way, before I even get to that, remember, this is a guy who, and I think I've told you this, like, um, in his apartment, we were, like, just hanging out, like, smoking weed and talking. And he told me I couldn't stand up. I had to sit in w- this one specific chair. Wait, what? I don't know this story. Why? I don't know. He just was like, no, you, you're pacing. You have to sit right here. Oh sit God. down. This guy sounds like a nightmare. And he's also the one that told me I couldn't lean back when we were at the restaurant, remember? Oh, my God. Yes, because then he's yeah, all yeah. like, uh, I don't want to yell. I'm like, yeah. six inches. <laughs> okay, so uh, then he said in the second text that he wrote, are you that big of a fool to have to thumbs up like, wait, are you that big of a fool? To have to thumbs up, like, there's not punctuation, but this is how I think he means it. Uh To thumbs up, like, I need any validation from you. You're a fucking moron. You take instructions so poorly. I mean, clearly, or my dog wouldn't have been in pain, you ass. Leave me alone. Do not respond. Fuck off. (laughs) Please tell me you gave that a thumbs up. No, I didn't. I considered it, but then, I don't know, then he was going to, like, show up at my house and... Oh, he knows where you live. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyway. Um, you know what? You know what? I, I, you know, you're, you're, you're forcing my hand here, Mike Lawson. As you know, I like to tell stories 
uh, in chronological order. Right. But I feel that the story that you told is very Segway. similar okay. to the story that I had to tell. That you know the story, right? I called you. Right. Where, okay. And I think I may have told this story on Catching Up, but I have to do a previously on as well. Where a few months ago, a former student, who we were, we were already friends yeah. on Facebook, but I forgot existed. I don't think you told it here, because it was news <clears throat> to me when we talked on the phone. Oh, okay. So. A few months ago, I, well, no, eight years ago, <laughs> I taught a kid named Will. I'll just say his name's Will. Okay. Okay. And I forgot he existed, but I get in, in probably when I taught him eight years ago, we became Facebook friends. And I get this Facebook message from him, and it says, uh, you know, you probably don't remember me, but, you know, like eight years ago, you taught me, and my SAT score went up a lot, and now I'm a tutor. I live in the Bay Area, and I'm looking to get in. I've been tutoring, and I want to get an SAT prep. And I go, oh, okay. So I call him back, and we talk for a bit, and the, actually, the options I was giving him were to work for my friend Naomi. Um, that's actually what I was going to give him her number and stuff like that, right? But uh, but in the conversation that we had, I mentioned that I wasn't really doing as much test prep as I used to do, but I had this nonprofit. And he had said in that conversation, well, you know, do you do anything up here for the nonprofit? Because that actually... Helping poor kids seems more my speed. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And as you know, uh, Mike, I have a friend named Shane who is a teacher at a high school in Oakland. Okay. And he and I have been talking about undergrad prep going to that school, to his school, but trying to work out how that would happen. So I go, you know what? And I tell Will, this is the situation, you know, and I go, let me see here. We'll work it out. And along the way, it's like, tell Shane. Shane's like, okay. So on the Shane side, Shane's like, okay, who's this person? I tell him the story. He's like, okay, let's set up dates. Let me run it by my principal. Let's go through the bureaucratic hoops, all that drama, right? Yeah. And um, he, um, he keeps throwing obstacles at me, too, like, oh, can you pay me this much? Because that's how much I make at my tutoring company. Oh, I work on these days. My tutoring company, can you work the schedule around this? Oh, like, there's all these, like, like oh, like, can this happen? Like, so many, like, weird, like, I wouldn't call them demands, but, like, yeah. But I, along the way, I make it happen, right? Okay. And Shane helps make it happen. Like, we pick a Wednesdays, like, there happened to be a day of the week that the kids get out earlier than usual. And so we made it that day, right? So that he could go to his other job, too. So I start training him, and the kid's smart. He's grasping the material, but his energy is super, super low. Like it's like literally like, "Hey, welcome to the SAT. This is my name as well." And I'm, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, the kids will fucking shoot themselves in the head if they have to hear this, right?" Yeah. And so you one hired t- him without knowing if that he could change that, though, right? Yeah, I so mean like- that was that was you're right. That was my fault. I made look. I made some mistakes. That I'm learning from, which is don't hire people. And um, <laughs> so work alone. Work yeah, alone. work literally just do everything yourself, micromanage. Because you know, you know, Evan quit this week too. That's a whole drama. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I heard there was major drama about that. No, there is. Yeah, that's why he quit. <laughs> he he quit in good terms. I will say there's a lot of yeah, affection right, there, right. but like the, yeah, the it I was drama that led too. to it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so. One time, because Will is uh, has a side hustle as a music teacher, okay, I said, let's try this little game here. Why don't you why don't you teach me how to play a guitar for like five minutes? I want to show you something. Because I was trying to show him that if you engage in the material, then you become more engaging. And it was true. He saw that. But I could tell, even when I did that, that he was annoyed by that. But I was like, whatever, fuck it. You learned that you were engaging, right? As I shared with you before we went on the air, Mike Lawson... Because eventually this person leaves undergrad prep in the lurch, I don't know why. I don't know labor laws or anything like that. But for some reason, I'm afraid of going in there and saying exactly what happened. I will say it is cuckoo bananas, right? 
Because all I did was he was low energy and I did another training technique, which was a role playing training technique akin to um, a guitar lesson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for some reason that really flipped him out. And he was like, I need a, I need, I need 20 minutes to study this material. And I was like, okay. And then later came out and said that I violated his privacy by what I did. Now, you know what it is, Mike Lawson. Please assure everyone. From what I, the way I would sum it up is it sounds like a story of somebody who was kind of like looking for an out. Yes. And yes. kind of manipulated yes. the truth to like fit what he needed it to be. And then it, was like, all right. All it's right. so funny. I was just right before we came on the air. I was talking to After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis. I was telling him this story, right? Yeah. And he was quiet. And then I said, you know, some people have said this. He goes, no, that's 100% what it is. He's all, because I've done the exact same thing. Sure. And told the story about how there was this job that once he took it, he realized he was not right for the job, yeah. you know? And he was younger and stupid and wanted to find a way to quit the job, but to put the guilt on the other person. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. Cause he wrote me this crazy email, this crazy text message that was like, I just don't feel safe <laughs> because of this. And I was like, okay. Right. So he, but he had told me he wasn't going to quit. And then at 10 15 at night, the day before the class starts, he quits. And I was like, holy shit. What am and I that's like, where I left off because yeah. you were gonna fly I, I up. I bought a ticket and teach the class. Yeah, I bought a plane ticket. I bought a plane ticket, and then I realized a I could cancel the ticket. B, um, that that didn't really solve the problem because there were like eight consecutive Wednesdays that this class happened. So I go one time. Yeah. So that's not going to really solve the problem. So I come up with a solution. I cancel the plane ticket. And I talk to Shane and I say, listen, cancel today's class. And by the way, Shane's pissed. Not at me. It's just because it, it's embarrassing because um, he's gone to his principal and all this drama has happened. So I go, uh, here's what we're going to do. Pick, you know, two or three weeks. We'll do like three consecutive days in a row. I'll go to Oakland. I'll get a hotel room. I'll stay there. Yeah. And then teach the classes those three days. And we'll do that for two weeks or something. And then they get the same number of classes. And I'm teaching the class. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm one of the best. Toot, toot. So, um, you are. I, yeah. And uh, do you know those dates already? Or they're still working them out? I think he has them. He showed he shot me some He shot me some preliminary dates. And he said, I'll get back to you if these don't work. And they did. They He hasn't said anything. So I'm assuming they're the dates. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like the end of March, maybe part of April, okay. or maybe end of April. I don't know. I gotta look at the dates again. Anyway, Give the point is, me when you got them, and I'll put them on my calendar. So yeah, no, no, you'll be around. So anyway, um, yeah. So that's what's going to be happening. But like, what I was saying is like, let's even pretend. And I promise everyone listening, there's nothing salacious about what I did. It's it's actually dumb yeah it's not yeah it's, it's stupid it's stupid but i was saying let's pretend that for for some reason it's the most offensive thing ever like it wouldn't even get you like it wouldn't get you in trouble if you were a teacher yeah doing like, that to a student yes if a student went to a principal and i did in the classroom and yeah. said you know mr batant did this he would be like go back to class like what are you? Yeah. so anyway i'd been in a war i would i would win an award anyway yeah. um the point is that to first of all, I'm, I'm, let me talk about let me finish this and then I'll tell you how it relates to you. Um, is let's say, for instance, it is true. Let's say, for instance, it was out of line, right? You're gonna leave the night before, yeah. like 17 poor kids who don't get test prep out in the lurch. I could see if you said, Look, I'm gonna do these next two classes, but you gotta find a teacher, yeah. right? But no, like the night before, like, no, I'm not doing it. Which and I could say like, oh, he, I'm. He's, I know. Why would he even be scared? But anyway, let, no, let me not. let me relate it to <laughs> let me relate it to you. It's that's this, the gaslighting of it. Yes, like he's gaslighting, trying You're to right. make you feel like you did something wrong, but yes. like you did nothing wrong. Yes, you did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. Yes, and he was yeah. gaslighting you. Yeah, but what's <laughs> weird is it works because it just does. how you were rationalizing it. When I got this message, I'm like. 
okay, he didn't tell me to go out after dark, but like he is mad about something. Yes. Like, like I really did kind of feel bad about this, but I really did nothing wrong. And also, like, if I'm stupid, as he said, and I'm a more a fucking moron, as mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. what does that make him? He left his dogs with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, what does that make him? If yes. I'm a fucking moron. Yes. I whatever. I don't know. People <laughs> suck. And and uh, yeah, th- th- there was a point, and maybe because I was getting sick too. But I was just like, I can't with the young people this week. I have to just go to bed. Yeah. Like, I'm glad you didn't come up here and you were sick. Oh, I know. Me too. I got sick the next day. I bet you, I'm not even joking. I bet you I was so angry and stressed out that my immune system went down and I got sick. Yeah, your body just was like, you know what? We got other stuff to do. Go ahead, cold. Yeah. Take them. Yeah, you're right. We're busy. They, they were, my, my, uh, my immune system was busy trying to figure out how to write, uh, do an English grammar lesson. Um. So... <laughs> I didn't make any sense. Uh, what else? Do you have any news for us, Mike Lawson? No, but I do have another story. I have two oh. stories. Well, two kind of stories. Okay. So they're both short. So I uh, also, speaking of uh, old flames loving me like the personal trainer, um, you, know, you remember the therapist? Yes. And how we were like, I told you he reached out. Did we talk about yes, that? Yes, I, I think we... Oh, I don't know what was on there, what was off the air. I'm actually have to go to Discord. Has Mike talked on the show, Catching Up Fans, about the therapist reaching out to him? Because I don't know what we talk about in private, what we talk about in... Uh, you know, uh, while you're doing that, I see that NatPat90... Oh, he was there, and now he's gone. NatPat90 was in the room. Yeah. Does such an amazing Joe Batant impression. I'm, I'm always so impressed by it. But he's gone, so never mind. Carter on Disney. Uh, okay. Um, so, hey, Carrie's typing. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the therapist. Yes, you talked about the therapist. Uh, yes. Okay. He didn't want to see me ever again, and then he reached out within the last few weeks, probably since our last, uh, before our last episode, and he said something like, "Um, we di- we didn't leave it in a good place. Would you consider coming to my place for dinner? Mm-hmm. We could kind of talk." So it was a vague sort of text. I didn't know. If it was like, can you go come to my place so we can like talk about what happened because I need closure before I never see you again? Mm -hmm. Or if it was, can you come over to my place so we can talk about what happened because I want to kind of see if we could still make this work or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going into this really blind. Um, He, what's so weird, and I've told you this, I think, is he's such a good communicator. Mm -hmm. Like he, it's his job, you know? He's just like, talks very clearly and like i don't know i just always feel like he's hearing what i say and like we just communicate really well Mm -hmm. uh except for about our monogamy i guess (laughs) (laughs) but um so we i go over to his house for dinner uh that did happen Uh by the way his place is so cute he it's like you've been before right no so he moved in, but it was like getting renovated. So he oh. was like embarrassed and it, he had like no furniture. So he was like buying stuff. So um, basically our, on our last date where he like almost threw a drink in my face, yeah. he told me that his place was just about ready. So like, let's plan a dinner. So he was like excited to start showing it off, but yeah. I never got to see it. And I think that's part of the reason why he wanted me to come over too. Cause he, yeah. he's enjoying showing off this new place and it's super cute. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I go to his place. Uh, he, he bought food and like had it out, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, he really should have cooked. He has this nice little kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, but he bought food and everything was like really nice. We just kind of talk, we catch up. I haven't seen him since I started working as the assistant stage manager at Memphis. So like we were talking about all of that and he mm-hmm. was really excited to like hear about it. He had some work drama that I was like interested in hearing because uh, it was like big and we just were catching up. And then finally I was like, okay, can we kind of talk about, you know, the last time we were, we hung out and all of that. And Joey basically he, he, well, first, he wanted to know, like, um, because he didn't remember how it came up. Mm-hmm. And in his head, he had a little bit of resentment because he thought that I chose 
12.30 on a Friday night after we had been drinking and smoking a little weed. And he thought that's when I decided to lay that on him. Mm-hmm. And I had to remind him that, are you are you like asleep right now? You know, I'm listening. Oh, oh. I love Mike Lawson dating um, stories. So he was wondering how it came up. And I had to remind him that it was when... Like, I made a joke about other guys that he's seeing, and he was like, I'm not seeing other guys. Wait, are you seeing other guys? So, like, it wasn't like I brought that up on purpose. It was uh-huh. more I just assumed he was seeing other people, and so I made that joke. Uh-huh. And so once that was cleared up, he felt a little bit better. Um, And basically he said he wanted to, like, see if he could, like, be okay with, like, seeing me, knowing that I might be seeing other people. Oh, interesting. You know so he I won't. Said, <laughs> what? You know he won't be okay with it. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be weird. In fact, um, I responded, who is this? No. Yeah. I, I'm just kidding. I, um, we've hung out once since then. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there was a very awkward moment where we were walking in downtown Berkeley. And, like, I, I know that this is a thing, right? Like, the... I know that he's kind of awkward about it and like he's, I don't know, I, I know it's a thing. So uh, I unintentionally, as we passed the bar where we met for the first time, mm-hmm. I made a joke, but we were coming from a weird angle. So he didn't, I don't think he realized it was the bar where we had met. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I made a joke and I said like, oh, I had a date here once with this really hot guy. <laughs> thinking like oh that's a yeah that's like a fun compliment to give him uh-huh and then he kind of had like just a weird look on his face and i was like it was you <clears throat> <laughs> so that was weird so it's gonna be a thing i don't i don't know i don't know i also i have a complex where i cannot if i say goodbye to you once i can't you're like you're gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like i've I don't feel like I've almost like my brain is like no longer interested. Yeah. Has anyone on. heard from Brian Gregory in the past 10 years? Yeah. He texted me mm. yesterday at 8, 12 a.m. actually. Mm. <laughs> and you were like, new phone, who dis? Yeah, I didn't respond, but <laughs> that's the relationship we have. We text and um, respond when we can. We almost text like people email. Anyway. Um. Oh, so that's the therapist story. I have one other small story. Wait, can wait, I really quickly. You? Yeah, 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 you can. But can I share what you told me on the phone when I was going through my crisis yeah. with where you said that you had a horrible date with him? Oh, yeah. It was just like, so I'm sick, right? Yeah. So we um, didn't touch kind of at all. Mm-hmm. Um. We just kind of like, I don't know, it just felt weird and distant and awkward. And then like, I'm sick also. So like, he was like, do you want to go get a drink? And I'm like, well, I don't really want to drink. I'll have, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So I don't know. I went, I could, I was, it would have sent, I think I would have said more than I wanted to say if I had canceled on that date. Mm-hmm. You know, the first date that we're kind of trying to go back and mm-hmm. hang out again. So, I don't know. It just was blah. But we'll see. I don't know. Um. So, what's your other short story? I'm curious now. Oh, so, uh-huh. um. by the way, I've deleted every dating <coughs> app. Uh, um. I'm never going to have a dating app again. Okay. Famous but, last words. Oh. I was on Tinder the other day. Uh-huh. Um, this was before I deleted them. Yeah. And um, I came across someone I know <gasps> who is a friend of Steve's. <gasps> and oh, wait, wait, Joey, wait. here's... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Here's the weird part. Yeah? The f- uh, but, Spoiler, I swiped left. I don't want to have anything to do with this. Yeah. The friend is uh in his really close circle so they grew up together high school friends Uh all went to church together Uh their parents are all friends like basically cousins but not related Mm -hmm. in this like really tight korean community uh in fremont california so the friend 
when I first met him, it was at a New Year's Eve party, uh-huh. and he came in with like two girls on his arms, and he was like, "Hey," and like, I don't know, swished in whatever, and then. Steve asked one of his other friends while we were sitting right there kind of under his breath, which of the girls is he dating? Okay. And I was like, like kind of like looked like at each other's at everyone's face. Like, wait, is this a joke? Yeah. Like he's clearly gay. No, no. What are you talking about? Um, and then, uh, when I had him and I said to Steve, like, um, Charles, I guess I could say his name. Who? Yeah. Char- his name's Charles. How many Charleses are there? Uh-huh. So I was like, Charles is straight, and he's like, Well, he says he is, but we've all kind of thought he was gay. But like, I don't know what if he says if he says that he's not gay, he's not gay, right? Yeah. And so that was kind of where it left. But then every time we hung out, like other new stuff would come out, and he was just like, just the gay, like the gayest straight guy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's who I saw on Tinder, um, was Charles and he's like cruising for men. So do you find Charles attractive? Yeah, I really do. But I do. I want to have nothing to do with that. Um, so I swiped left, but not before I grabbed screen grabs of everything. Yeah. And my, for what reason? Yeah. See, that's the thing is I thought like, oh, I'm going to. Go talk to Steve and tell him what I found. But then, like, what good does that do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, I don't know. Not not that I, like, don't want to talk to Steve, but, like, I don't want to talk to Steve either. Didn't you recently have, you know? like, a, a an accidental interaction with him? Yeah, remember I liked all his photos on <laughs> Valentine's Day at, like, 11.30 p.m.? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I so he grabbed the screen grabs and then I'm like, uh, there's nothing I can do with this, and like if so, one of two things: one, he he either came out to Charles already. I mean, he came out to Steve already. Yeah, true. So then, what am I? Sh- well, how am I contributing? Yeah. Or two, he hasn't come out to Steve already, uh-huh. and then I'm just coming out for him. That's not my job. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm letting it go, but or I had C, to get a... you have sex with him and then deny it later. See, I don't even w- want like I I don't even want to know if he would swipe right on me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just don't want that. And I would I feel like all I would want is sex, mm-hmm. you know? Mhm. Interesting. Wow, the many lives uh, the many lives and loves of Mike Lawson with the with the name the show. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, those are all your stories for the week? Yeah, I'm done with everything. Oh. So let me do some cleanup then, too. Okay. I I don't know why I didn't tell this story on Throwing Down. This is my, I had a second story from last Catching Up, but we only did one story last week time. I don't know why. I don't listen to the show. And this was a a story I had for Catching Up. I could have easily done on Throwing Down, did not, so I'm going to do it again, Catching Up. Where... At UCLA, there's this theater group. They do a 24-hour musical, okay? And I've always wanted to go. So what I mean by 24-hour musical is on Saturday night, they find out the musical they're doing. No one knows, okay? And then the cast and the crew and everybody have 24 hours to put on this musical. And so it goes up like at 8 p.m. the next day. I love it. Yeah. By the way, episode probably like seven, you talk about this. That's how far back your interest in this goes. Exactly. And I just had never gone. I couldn't make it or something would happen or something. So I finally was going to go. Come hell or high water, I was going to go to this. Okay. So I mentioned it to friend Adam De La Pena. And he was like, I'm in. Me and my girlfriend are in. Right? Yeah. But as we got closer to the event, and the same thing happened with John Paul, where they were like, well, it depends on what the musical is. Right? Yeah, well, do you know, like, what have they done traditionally? Is it, like, musicals you know, or, like... Yeah, they do famous musicals. Is there a track record to say, like, I will trust whatever they pick is worth it? No, because one year there was... I think it was one year I didn't go because I didn't have no interest. It was, like, Wizard of Oz or something like that, right? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fine with that, right? I'd be I'd be into that. Oh, you would? Yeah. Um, But I think last year they did Newsies. 
Oh, I would really be into that. Yeah. Favorite but show. this year I found out well, first of all, this thing's not well organized. So I couldn't find out what the show was and Admiral Penny. But this year it was Beauty and the Beast. Which mm-hmm. when I saw that I was like oh, sold, right? A, I know yeah. the music. Right? Yeah. B, it's like the thing with Beauty and the Beast is unless you're doing because I've seen for some reason I've seen a couple of like community theater productions of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And they always look ridiculous. Because unless you're Disney and you have millions of dollars to pour into these costumes, they're there's gonna a look Tumblr silly. of this. You know that, right? No, what? Oh, there's a Tumblr of bad beauty I mean sorry, bad beast costumes. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's always ridiculous shit, right? So I'm like, oh I'm in, right? Yeah. Well, Adam Delapena was in, but his girlfriend wasn't, so she bailed. Right? Okay. So Adam Delapena, he he's so quirky and so weird, okay? Now everyone should know if you never really heard of him, I don't talk about him that much. He's probably the friend I've had the longest in my life. We met when we were in grade school. Um, and a lot of like the weird, quirky aspects of my personality. I don't I don't know if it's we both had these and we connected or if I learned them from him, right? I feel like if you took all of the straight qualities, like the things that aren't like the gay quirky stuff about you, yeah, and probably all the stuff that's kind of gay about him and put them together, it would be like you. Yeah, like exactly. A, yeah, yeah. Very good. And um, like he's person. like like he's a, like when I met him, he was obsessed with Sherlock Holmes, okay. and he would wear a deerstalker cap and the whole outfit to school. You know, and, and we and he would and he got me to be his Watson, and we would solve mysteries in the school. You know, and he like also shares some of the magic. Yeah, yeah, he got me into magic. Yes, he got he got me into magic. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, so he's just like a yeah, like a quirky, weird guy. Okay, and so he's in, so anyway, so he um. He's like, uh, where do you want to eat? They opened up a Tacos 1986 in Westwood. I go, oh, I've been there. And he goes, well, then we're not going to go. I was like, well, I like it. He's like, no, there's a pizza place across the street. Okay. He said, they serve New York pizza. I'm like, fine. I'm so easy on this shit, right? Yeah. So we go to the New York pizza place. It looks good. I'm all, I get two slices. And he was like, I'll have one slice of pizza. No, he's not a fat guy, but he's not like a super thin guy. You know, he's like, I'll have one slice of pizza. And I was like, that's weird. I'm, like, I'm having two. I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. And I eat my two slices of pizza, and we, we just shoot the shit, right? Then he goes, I'm going to tell you where to park. Now, by the way, I have a working knowledge of UCLA, right? Like, I know where the big buildings are. I don't know. Like, if you said, like, a small classroom, I wouldn't know where to go. But, like, major buildings. Well, there's, they, they were doing the musical in the major building. But I think because he went to UCLA, he wanted to show that he knew where to park or something. And I was like, whatever. So we take me to the parking lot. We park there. And then this building and where it was, the way M. Nalapena took me, we had to go up such a steep, giant hill. I was, And then he's walking like super fast. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was dying. I was like so out of breath by the time we got up there, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then we get there. And then... There's because uh, the, the, the so the twenty four hour musical the ben, the tickets and the everything benefit this deaf organization. Okay. So when we get there. There's this crazy old woman running around. She's deaf, screaming at everyone to buy these like raffle tickets. Okay. She okay. is so lucky that this this hot like ripped college kid was selling the tickets. So of course I took twenty dollars, right? And um, because it was also one of those things where, like, you could stretch them across his chest and buy the tickets. Oh, huh. And I was like, all right, in. Right? Yeah. Do so, you have to use my hands? Yeah, I know. So um, you buy the tickets. Anyway, this deaf woman was, do you know who the comedian Kathy Buckley is? I don't. She, I don't know how she became, she became famous in, in, like, the 80s as, like, this deaf comedian. Okay. And she, that was that woman. And then she went, so they introduced her and she went up and did like 20 minutes on being deaf, you know? Yeah. But like, it was like, it got like super dirty and people are there with their parents. And she's like, 
And she's, I'm not going to do a deaf accent, everybody, but she's like, yeah, you know, what's great about being deaf is that, you know, you can suck a guy's dick and like, you don't hear like the weird noise he's making. I'm like, this is really awkward that she's talking about this <laughs> right before this production of Beauty and the Beast, you know? And so I could tell Adam, once Adam Delpena was there, I could tell he regretted going. I don't know why, but I could tell he regretted it. So I told him, look, if we're not liking this, we can leave intermission. And he's like, okay. I'm going to tell you something. I loved it. Because the kids had such a good sense of humor about it. They uh, they were like, not intentionally messing up their lines, but if they messed up their line, they would laugh or just go like, you know. And it was really fun. And at intermission, he was like, let's go. I was like, okay, let's go. Do they hold scripts or do they just no, know it? No, no, they're off book. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's uh, but intense. they have a huh? That's intense. Yeah, it is. But they but they have a sense of humor about it, so you can tell like they are off book, but it's not like they have to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So um anyway, so we I would it. really enjoy this, by the way. If I lived in LA, thank you. I would, we, go I would just you. go. It was fun. I don't know what the big deal was. John, John Paul was like, I don't know if I want to see Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, what, what does he think they're going to put on, like, company? Or so, what does he think they're going to put on? Right? Right. Anyway. Well, I mean, like, you're almost not going because of the actual show. You're going yeah. to see, like, what they could pull together in the day. Yeah. And it's obviously going to be some sort of dumb show like that. Anyway. So, when we leave, I have to drive, because everyone should know, again, another quirky Adam Delpenny thing. He doesn't know how to drive. Okay. You know, he's 44 years old, doesn't know how to drive. So I have to drive him home. Okay. And when I drive him home, he goes, uh, can we stop at Jack in the Box? Oh. And I was like, sure. So we stop at Jack in the Box, and he got like a grip of food at Jack in the Box. Maybe he just wasn't hungry when you guys went to the pizza place. Yeah, he goes, do you want was. anything? I go, no. And I ate already. Like, yeah, I already ate I had two slices of pizza. Yeah. So... Uh, if you would have told me we we're going to go to Jack in the Box later, I would have been like, "Okay, I'll get one slice." But I'm not. I can get Jack in the Box anytime. I was. I think. I think I still would have had two slices of pizza. Yeah. Anyway, that was 24 Hour Musical. Uh, next, I saw the Johns over the weekend, two days in a row. On Sunday, we went to go see. You know that Pee Wee Herman's going on tour with uh, Pee Wee's Big yeah. Adventure, the movie. Yeah. Is he coming to San Francisco? Yeah, he is. I don't have in, any intention of going though. But is it at your theater? No, no, it's oh. not. What, tell me about it, though. You went. Yeah. And um, John Paul got the tickets through to the agent. And so what was really embarrassing was uh, it was sold out, but they were like, this is front section. And the guy's like, oh, let me take you to your seats. And they were literally front row center, but we were the only ones in that front row. <gasps> yeah. Which means, A, they showed the movie first. We were super close to the screen. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of annoying. And then Pee Wee Herman comes out, and Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubin is like basically like five feet from us, but we're the only ones in the row. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically, but anyway, the point I want to tell you was, so I have to go pick them up, right? Which is fine. And you never know what what uh, mood Evil John is going to be in. Yeah. So when I when they're standing on the corner, I drive by. John Paul's like waving hi, and then Evil John's like in a hood, like he's like Darth John. He just gets in the back seat and he's just grunting. Cool. And so we're driving. So John Paul and I are talking, and Evil John just goes, "Where are we eating?" And John Paul goes, "Oh, we're going to eat at this uh, Korean place where they serve this Korean soup because it's right by the theater." Ah, uh, what? That place? I hate that place. And Evil John Paul's like, "No, you love that place." No, I hate it. Why are we going there? Why can't we just go somewhere good? Oh God, I hate him. <laughs> I've never met him. So I'm like, uh, and this is really awkward. And, and, then, and then Evil John goes, wait, what is this place again? And then John Paul explains when they were there. He goes, oh, wait, no, I do like that place. All right, that's fine. <laughs> so then we go there. He's like a little child. He's a little child. He's a little child, right? Yeah. So then we go there. And um, this Korean place, I, I don't know. Is it, it was, like a egg drop kind no, of No, I wish. No, it was literally just they only served they only served this one bowl of soup. 
and it's some sort of very, very bland broth with just brisket in it, right? Okay, yeah. Because what's funny is when it came, when the when the bowl came, well, first, they before we, when we sit down, they bring some kimchi and they give us some rice, right? Oh, yeah. And Evil John, like, grabs some kimchi with his chopsticks, throws it in his mouth, and he goes like, ah, 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 and he starts yelling. Yeah. It's so hot. It's so hot. And he turns red. He's sweating. He's like chugging water. And the people have to bring him water. And so I was actually like wary about trying this kimchi. My gloves. I tried. It was totally fine. Did he not know what it was? And no. Just kind of... John Paul said he's had it before. <laughs> so. He's a six-year-old. He's a six-year-old. Oh, then the other thing, too, is. And I don't know what the explanation here. I have my guesses, but whatever. When we were in the car, he was getting myself like. And I'm just gonna look. They're gonna think I'm in. They, they're gonna just look at me and recoil and tear because I'm thinking I'm a monster. Got to fight because he. And I hadn't seen him because he was in the back seat. But yeah, he has like all these like red marks all over his face. Why? I get three different stories every time I ask. I have my own theories that I'll t- say off the air. Does it rhyme with Seth? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I. I'll have to ask Seth later. <laughs> that's what I think. I think huh. Seth knows something about this. I think he and Jonathan could get along. Um, so anyway, so okay, so it was really awkward when we first got to the restaurant. He was just really just, you know, like a child, hood over his head, head down, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to make conversation. So he had gone through this program to learn how to be an EMT. Okay. So I was just like, oh, so uh, how's that program going? And he answers the question or whatever, right? And he goes, you know what? I'm going to go wash my hands. This is when they brought the kimchi out. So I go to the restroom, wash my hands, I come back. And the Johns are staring at me. And uh, John Paul goes, uh, Joe, um, Evil John is convinced you asked him about the EMT program because you um, want to report back on your podcast about what he's doing. (laughs) And I was like, no. I go, that was just trying to make conversation because it was awkward because he wasn't talking. I go, but now I will talk about it because... I'm, I'm, I go, if I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about this tantrum he had in the car, about what we're eating, and I'm going to talk about, uh, uh, oh, because I, I had predicted that he would bring a, a Pee Wee Herman doll. Yeah. Did not bring a Pee Wee Herman doll, and I found out why. It's actually a great story. So wow. Pee Wee Herman, did a, he did a tour where he did Pee Wee's Playhouse, yeah, you know, like a Broadway show. He did in LA, which I think I might have gone to. No, I went to get with my brother, but they went as well. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Evil John had this very rare giant Pee Wee Herman doll, yeah, that he decided to bring with him with, to the show. But strangely, when he got to the show, they wouldn't let him bring it in, so he had to go oh. take it back to the car. And then he found out when they went to the show, it's because that doll is in the show. Oh, and that Pee Wee didn't want another doll in the audience, so he didn't oh. bring a doll with him. Um and so uh we go to the show it was totally fine oh I'm trying to think if there's anything interesting else you like. watch the movie there's a Q and A after is that no Q and A as PB said uh he's not interested in anybody's cues he only wanted to give A's oh so he just talks he just talks tells stories and stuff like that it was in- it was entertaining uh mm-hmm. very interesting um and then we left after that I don't think there were really many stories after that John Paul, evil once he ate evil John's mood was pretty fine. Uh, Big Big Adventure is probably one of my favorite movies. It is I love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie too. It's one of my favorite movies too. And um, so I, I don't, I don't know. A few people sent me the link saying I should go when it's here because well, you were also Pee Wee Herman for Halloween one year. I was, yeah. I mean, people who know me know that I like that movie a lot. You know? Oh, I love that movie. They did a list of like, um, in fact, we're going to do it. The sec- Taylor's going to give his movies on Saturday where like 10 movies to know you, you know? Yeah. And I gave my list. And that's the first one I put down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. That movie influenced my, influenced me in so many ways. I can't even speak to it. Anyway. Um, and then we went to go see Xanadu the next day too. I'd never seen yeah. this movie Xanadu. Ugh, have you ever seen exhausting. it? Exhausting. Yeah, I've seen it. The movie's exhausting, or what? Everything I do is exhausting. No, the movie. I just am like, why? I don't well, know. It's so funny you say that. I'm gonna say this now because Taylor didn't want to know my review till we do it on the show. But this yeah. comes out after the show. Okay. So, um, look, 
I'd never seen it. It's weird, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's of a time. It's like, I guess if you're interested in that time, it captures something there. Yeah. Uh, John Paul asked me what I thought afterwards. I said, that, look, here's the thing. If this was ever on TV or on DVD and was thrown to the channel, I would never watch this movie. Yeah. I would only go if someone said, hey, this theater's showing it. And if I had nothing better to do, I might go like, oh, maybe yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. And like, oh, people are going to be in costumes. Or yes. Like something special. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like, it was fine. It was very whatever. It was like, I don't understand. I, I guess I could see how like a young little gay Taylor the Latte boy loves this movie. You know? And I was going to bring that up. It kind of, I've you've explained uh, like some attractions at Disneyland this way, um, and it's connected. Where like the Snow White ride is not that great, but when you kind of realize like, oh, it's like the same ride I went on when I was six and mm-hmm. seven, then it's kind of cool to go on it when I'm thirty six and thirty seven. Yeah. But I feel like it's maybe the same with this movie, like. It was special to you then because of how weird it was and how of the time it was and mm-hmm. kind of what it was for you. But then if it if we never connected to it before, I don't think we are going to connect to it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, eh. well, what's funny? We, I saw it at Alamo Drafthouse. So here's what happened is so John, the Johns had already gotten there. T- I will say this. The screen sold out. Right. Yeah. So the Johns had bought their tickets, and John Paul said, go buy your ticket. And I took just a little too long, and it was sold out. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't get in. And then John Paul wrote to me like a couple days later, so they opened up some seats. So I, I managed to grab a, a, like a seat in the last row. Okay. So I wasn't sitting with them. Oh. So when I got there like 7.15, Evil John was there, but John Paul hadn't gotten there yet. He was still rushing over there from work. Uh, I was at Alamo Draft House in L.A. And so Evil John sits next to me. He goes... I think John's going to be, and I had, oh, I'd had a shitty day that day. I had a, pretty much had a shitty week. I had a shitty day that day. That was the day I got in a fight with Evan, all that drama, right? Yeah. And I go, I'm just going to have a fucking beer and my, uh, you know, $8 chips and queso or whatever they had there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking just sit there by myself and, and have it, right? Yeah. I already ordered my food and the evil dog goes, I might just sit here. I think he's going to be late. I'm all like, no, I think you should go sit in your seat. Yeah. I just wanted to be... Have you ever had that? I know you have. Well, of course I have. But also, like, if it were the other way around and it was John Paul... Oh, I wouldn't John, care. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think that it was also because of who it was. <laughs> yeah, John. Well, and especially since before... John Paul still wasn't there, but before the movie started, they had, like, the host came out and asked trivia questions. Yeah. And Evil John is, like, a fanatic about Xanadu. Like, a fanatic. Of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. Fanatic. So the guy goes, now everybody should know, you know, G- interesting information, Gene Kelly, his character, he's played that character before. He played in a movie in the 40s. Uh, I don't think anybody would know this, but does anybody know the name of that movie? Jump off, Evil John's like, cover girl. <laughs> and the guy's like, wow, I didn't expect uh, anyone to know that. It's weird. Come and get your prize. It was some sort of Star Wars glass. Even the guy was like, that's weird. How? Why do you know that? <laughs> yeah. And he's the guy asking the trivia questions. Uh, so I didn't sit with them. So afterwards, I didn't go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty much, apart from like my, sh- oh, I will say, really quick story, and maybe I'll go into detail this next time or whatever. Do you know one of my dreams? This this might, this, this is going to have to be a story for the next episode. Of Ca- and I'll save it for catching up. But one of my afterthought media dreams has been to put on a podcast musical, right? Okay. But, you know, they, they have to get someone to write the music and the book and the this and the that. And I'm like, ugh, right? Yeah. And then one day it hit me. When I was in high school, okay, there was this music director when I was a freshman. And he wrote a musical called Babes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they did in LA and we all became obsessed with it. And we, and, and like on opening night of babes in LA, he, Brian Shucker died of AIDS. And that made us all even more obsessed with it. Right. And we would go yeah. to like every show and sit in the audience and do all this drama with it. Right. Yeah. 
And it, the, the producer knew we liked it so much. He even gave me and John Paul like a cassette of like a, of a soundtrack sample they had. I've lost mine. John Paul thinks he still might have his. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I'll, I'll do Babes. You know, and after he died, Brian Shucker won like the LA Drama Critics Circle Award for best musical score. Like a whole, there was a big LA Times spread about him. Whole thing, right? I like I'll do Babes. So for the teaser for next time, okay. I had to go on a gay detective hunt to find out who had the rights to Babes. But what I'll tell you now is this: spoiler alert. Yeah. This morning, to make up for the shitty week I had, I got the rights to Babes. <gasps> yes. But the story of how it got there is such a crazy gay detective story. It's insane. Like, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah, so remind me of how Humble Pie pinned a message here in this that uh, the, the Babes story. Uh, yeah, I got the rights. Humble Pie, do more work than you're already doing. <laughs> Humble Pie! <laughs> Take this down. Humble Pie, please do my bidding. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Humble Pie has already done what you said. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, God. She's really great. Humble Pie's amazing. Yeah. Uh, oh, she and put, she also yeah. posted a gif of Michael Scott bowing. <laughs> yes. What do you have going on next week, Mike Lawson? Um, Joey, I have another week of uh, work and Memphis, the musical, playing at Berkeley Playhouse now. Um, will I regret saying the name of the place where I might be working in the future? I don't. I don't know. Where is it? And where? Is it, when does it end? Uh, March fifteenth is the final performance. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's a pretty good show if you really are in the area. Like, ticket price uh, is covers like the vocals alone like there are some church singers in this show and it is just like really good really good vocal um and you haven't slept with anybody in the show yet huh no uh, oh that sounds like a qualified <laughs> no i haven't no i i haven't and i will not um there is one guy though that works like the he's a courier for the company that like um they rent a lot of like sound equipment they don't own their own sound stuff Mm -hmm. and there's this guy who's like a courier for them and we've kind of like talked a couple times and we have started exchanging chat uh text messages oh and i'm gonna stick my dick inside of it are you really (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure i'm gonna try to figure out how to make that happen like the vibe is there black asian mexican his race doesn't matter you're, you sound like a theme song to a hardly listened to podcast. What's his first name? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just what's his it first name? It doesn't matter. Joe. What is his first name? Matter. I'm just asking for his first name. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Um, what do you got going on? His first name is Lee. <laughs> but like, I mean, that's a that could be a very white name. True. You know, True. I date a lot of white men. Yeah. What's um what do you got going on next week, Joey? Well, I was supposed to go to high tea with the Johns, which yeah. I was like, I was already thinking, oh, what a great story that'll be for the <laughs> podcast. But I got sick and Yeah. I can't, I can't go. So so far that was the only thing I had in the books. Um, okay. besides working, yeah. Right now I'm trying to just lay low. I'm sick. When you get those Oakland dates solidified, let me know because I really do want to put them in the calendar to make sure that I can see you a couple times at least. Yeah, maybe I'll try and uh, stay relatively close to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not far from the, his school. Oh, so. you're not? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm closer to his school than you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, you know, it's not... Anywhere you stay in Oakland, you're going to be pretty close. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like, I feel like there's so much. Like, we didn't talk. I just want to say for the record, because I know I keep this as a record for my life, is, yeah. and maybe I'll, and maybe Humble, you can pin this. if it, I don't think, it, it, it won't be a thing next time, though. Like, <laughs> But all the drama with the kids on Afterthought this week, which I think they're yeah. all gone now. Um. And then, um, then there was. I had a really interesting meeting with the CEO of a company called Fiveable, 
Uh, that was really good, but it wasn't worth a story. That that was another highlight of the week, though. It was another good point of the week. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> Humble Pie pinned uh, the message, and he said, friendly reminder, or she said, friendly reminder, Joe hates young people. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. If anything wanted to convince me not to date younger people, this week was the fucking lesson of the fucking just, I wanted to punch <laughs> every young person this week. Except, okay, so except this Haley's week plans. on. This week on Catching Up, Joe's not going to date young people, and Mike deleted all of the dating apps. <laughs> all righty. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey. Oh, uh, go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. <laughs>